0: What's Goody what's goody Anchor 7 Million. Welcome back to another episode. Please do not forget to follow me on Instagram at 7 Spencer S C V I N S P N C R. Getting into today's episode, there were a few people, I guess they're new listeners, and I definitely appreciate you. I don't take anything for granted. Um, all of my listeners that have been listening since day one. I greatly appreciate you um everybody knows this podcasting grind is a grind, so I appreciate anybody that takes a gamble and just decides to click on confessions of seven a k a righteous church so I'm gonna be in this episode today answering some questions um speaking on a little a little bit of things um more in depth that maybe I answered before but just didn't give enough so I'm going to be handling all of that in today's episode getting into the events of the fucking week mind you it's only Wednesday on Monday after I get off of work okay I have my edibles and my book bag I pop that shit immediately. <laughs> immediately. Like, soon as I clocked out, I popped that fucking edible. So that way, by the time I get home, my high will be easing right on there. I, I time my shit because I-, I need my highs to be effective. I need my schedule free. And I I need my time to fucking digress niggas so i need i need all of my shit to be fucking calculated accordingly anyways i pop my edible immediately so by time i get home my high is easing right on in okay what else did i have to do on monday Oh, yeah, I had to start doing inventory on Monday, um, writing out my to do list of things I need to tackle, things I need to buy at the store. Boom. Then I'm listening to um, I think I was listening to a podcast or listening to some music or something. That part is a little foggy. At that time, I was, you know, active high. It wasn't easing in. It's like I was high. But then when you take an edible, your high is going to go up another level anyway. It's going to go up about, you know, three, anywhere from two to three times, just depending on how much it was. Um, If you eat, sometimes your high can go up on an edible. Um, Then you really be feeling like you fucking... Gone, lost in space somewhere so it just really depends if you take edibles i don't go any higher than about 20 milligrams i mostly stick with 10 those are the ones that i buy the most but if those are out then i'll just go ahead and get the 20 but anywho there's a knock at the door okay now I'm only registering a few thoughts. <sighs> Why is as soon as I get fucking settled, a nigga is knocking at the door? Number two, who the fuck is at the door? And number three, what the fuck do they want? Okay, so it's knock at the door. I'm coming down the steps. I'm like, who is it? Nobody's saying nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? But the good thing about taking an edible is nothing can blow your high. Because it's not like you were smoking a blunt or a joint with a... With anything can alter your fucking high. If you smoke a blunt joint backwards, things can alter it. You're going to have to smoke again. So, with an edible, nothing can really alter your high. And when it's there, it's up and it's stuck. And that's where the Cardi B, period. Love her. Anyways... Nobody's fucking saying anything. (laughs) So now I'm like, like, what the fuck? I'm pissed now. I say it again. Who is it? Nobody's saying nothing. I'm like, these niggas playing with me. They fucking with me. Satan, stop sending demons at my door. Period. So I opened the fucking door. There's this person standing there. Mind you, I still don't have a name. But now I'm about to have a reason. Um, so I opened the door. There's this woman standing there saying that she works for Verizon. Immediately starting asking me 21 fucking questions. Okay? Now, at this point, I don't know if the bitch the police... I don't... I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um... I'm like what is this you know what I'm saying and I hear a voice in the background and I guess it's one of her managers or fucking something she like how much do you pay in your cell phone bill I'm like bitch I didn't say this to her because that's really fucking rude okay she's just doing the job uh something that I really quite don't understand um how how much are you paying like she didn't even introduce herself she didn't tell me her name she didn't ask me what my name was none of that how much are you paying for your cell phone bill how how much is your cable bill how much is your water bill do you receive ebt I'm like bitch wait a minute (laughs) like what the fuck What the fuck is going on Honey (laughs) Honey (laughs) Listen That is not a way To start a formal Conversation Into getting the information That you need You can't come at nobody like that Number one I'm high You don't know that though So my mind is already going To the fucking worst I'm like who the fuck sent you bitch Satan uh, Motherfucking unemployment nigga Who sent you What the the fuck is going on Number one You doing all of this honey And I still don't even know your name I still don't know her name She like Oh well um, Can you give me your number Like Just, I'm like, what the fuck, bitch, give you? Number one, who the fuck are you? That's number one. Talking about you work for Verizon. (sighs) At this point, a few thoughts are registering in my head of how the fuck she even got in the damn building because you have to have a fog or an access code so how the fuck did you even get in here um of course blue is high so she stretched the fuck out laying down this shit she don't even know what the fuck is going on (sighs) any fucking ways finally get her to scat, You know what I'm saying? I wasn't rude to the bitch, none of that. I don't want y'all to think I'm just completely out of pocket. I was just standing there listening, but I'm just saying, hi or not, there is a proper way to introduce yourself. There is a proper way to have a, a conversation and to get the information that you need. I'm just saying this young lady went about all of this shit the wrong way. You don't come knocking on somebody's door and be like, just hey, how much is your cell phone bill? Do you get EBT? Like, what the fuck is going on with you, yo? Who intru- introduce yourself? Who the fuck are you? That's the only point that I'm trying to make out of this. I sat there and, like, partially fucking listened to what the fuck she was saying. And, like I said, I still don't even know her name now. Um, But I gave her blue cell phone number, so blue can deal with that. Um, mm. <laughs> I didn't give her my cell phone number. I didn't give her blue cell phone number. She could be fucking pissed. But I don't think the girl text her yet because she ain't mentioned nothing about it on Tuesday. Um, t- Today is Wednesday. So if she don't mention nothing about it by tonight. That girl probably not going to text her. So anyway, I'm getting ready to... um. Oh yeah, and yesterday I had to knock out six loaves of laundry after I got off of work. I had to wash three comforters, I had to wash sheets, pillowcases, towels, clothes, a white load and a dark load, six loaves of laundry, all by the time I got off of work. Boom. Knock that out. Now, getting into today, I am in the process of getting ready to to go to work, knocking out this episode, so this can be up. All right, getting into these questions. One of the questions was, can I speak more about what it was like growing up? My mom, is there anything that I can remember distinctively where I felt like I was her are frustrated of of course. I grew up in fucking North, but I have a good one for this. Um there was a vivid time I remember when I had first moved in with my mom. I was five years old. I was five getting ready to be six when I first moved in with my mom. And um she was working as At a hair salon. She was never licensed. But she was just always. Really good with hair. From uh, braids. sew-ins, Pressing curls. You know the traditional shit that niggas was doing in the 80s and 90s. Um, So anywho. She would take me to work with her. Because she didn't have a babysitter. So she would take me to work with her. And I would spend hours and hours on end. In In this. Closet because the salon that she worked at wasn't meant for kids, so I would spend hours and hours in this pitch black closet, no light. Obviously, I can't do a coloring book or something because it's pitch black, and she would check on me periodically, like, Are you okay? and and give me like some pudding or a fucking yogurt or something but it was pitch black you know what i'm saying and i was five years old so that's a time that i can vividly remember where i wished i wish she would have let me go over my other cousin's house or um Find a babysitter or put me in that fucking dance class like I asked her ass repeatedly. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like anywhere from six to eight hours in a dark closet is a long time. You know what I'm saying? And especially for a five-year-old. I'm just looking at nothing but darkness. I can't do no coloring book. I'm not interacting with other kids. I'm not even interacting with the people in the salon because I'm in this dark fucking closet. I just felt like she could have put me in something more constructive while she needed to handle what she needed to handle. And the crazy thing about it was... Right down the street from that salon. It wasn't even a full block. It was probably about. mm, About four or five. Doors down. There was a ballet studio. For kids. Now. Out of this multiple choice. Scenario. What makes more sense. A. To take. 7 million to the dance studio while I work and let her be right there so I know where she is. B, have 7 million in the closet for six to eight hours where she can't even do a fucking coloring book. Or C, pay for a babysitter which seems a lot more appropriate to me i'm gonna go with option a because the dance studio is only about four or five doors down hmm but then there's a flip side to this because it's no guarantee that even if the studio was right there No, fuck that. (laughs) No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Because even though the studio was right there, she could or could not have had the money. But the part why I'm saying fuck that is because you do hair. You know what I'm saying? You could have told the bitch, let me sit in this motherfucking class and bitch, I'll do your hair in exchange for dance lessons you know what i'm saying this this is what's going on in my mind i just felt like six to eight hours in a closet i felt like that was very cruel because it was pitch black i had no light in there once so fucking ever that could be part of the reason for my retina disease now who knows anyway I felt like that was cruel, and I felt like she should have put me in something instructive or let me be with my other cousins. That's what I'm going to say about that. Um, the other question was what was the difference between being with my grandmother or my mom? huge differences okay because both of them are batshit crazy okay so that's the common denominator that they have but when it came to my great-grandmother she had us in stuff you know what i'm saying because number one she didn't really want to be fucking bothered number two She didn't want us asking for shit. And number three, by the time we get back, we dog-tired, so we ain't doing no talking. All we doing is getting our asses in the tub and then getting our asses in the bed. Ain't no in-betweens. Now, when it came to my great-grandmother, like, she was a firm believer of tiring kids out. So, we went to construction jobs with her, um, she took a skating, like, uh, roller skating. She took a skating, let us burn out all that energy, skating. Um, we had to go to church. That was non-fucking-negotiable. We had to sing in a choir. It's like, we, even though we didn't really like this shit, I didn't like singing in a choir. Um, yeah, so... Even though that I didn't like, but I still had a chance to do something. You know what I'm saying? And when it came to my mom, I was with her, but I didn't have a chance to do anything. I wasn't allowed to just walk through the salon. You know what I'm saying? I had to sit in that closet, like I said, and the dance class that I was asking her to pay for, she didn't. But she was still really young and it's just like I felt like I wanted the opportunity to be able to do something like I'm living in Trenton now. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a way better community than Newark. I feel like the options are fucking endless. So I would say that would be the difference. My great grandmother tried us, even though she was batshit crazy, she tried to, you know, have us have us involved in something. Um that that she felt was constructive Anyways The next question was If I was a parent What would I try to do differently Or what values Would I try to install in my kids Um I don't want any kids I worked as a nanny For a very very long time Um Babies on my hips, I'm a teenager, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, can't go nowhere because I'm stuck watching a baby. So I felt like I was a teen mom, you know, I had to feed them, I had to clothe them, I had to put them to sleep, I had to figure out why they're crying, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot, so when I got older, I said, you know, this isn't for me. I don't want any kids. But one thing I tried to install in the kids that I used to watch. I try to um instruct their parents to have them in something. You know what I'm saying? Um to have to have them in something to cause these are also life skills as well. It doesn't always have to be dance, it could be a sport, you know what I'm saying? It could be a sport, it can be um musical classes, it can be vocal lessons. I just feel like it's important for your kids to be in something and learn an additional skill. Now, I did work for one family where their um where their daughter was a captain of a cheerleading school, um team. I forgot which high school it was for. But um she was the captain, so she had a lot of she had a lot of responsibilities. She, but her grades were really good. Like she had a, a 4.0 GPA like but their son wasn't in anything. He wasn't in any sports, any additional activities. Um and additional activities can even be a computer class or um a writing class um a cooking class um a yoga class a martial arts class like the options are endless so a lot of the times and he was really really smart but He was bored academically. So which caused him to act out in different ways because he didn't have a chance to burn off that extra energy. He he was bored academically. He wasn't he wasn't being challenged. He wasn't being pushed to his fullest potential. Um, And sometimes not parents can't afford certain things for their kids as well. You know what I'm saying, but listening to Miss Jordan Page like the options are endless it can be something small it's like just something that he's doing with the community and he may not have to pay for it you know what i'm saying but i just feel like it's important to have your kids in something to have them excited for something and not just be sitting in the house with crazy ass auntie this bitch smoking newport cigarettes watching jerry and maury and the kid is fucking three and four learning from fucking maury and jerry like i did that's why I'm a fucking ratchet. Like, I appreciate Dollar Bill, and he didn't see any harm in this. And at that time, I was young. I didn't seem see any harm, and I'm like, shit, this coming on during the day, so it can't be that bad. You know what I'm saying? So, Dollar Bill used to have me sitting there, we making bets and shit on Maury. He like, which, um, he like, you think that nigga the father? <laughs> we used to make bets and shit like that, like. It, He didn't mean any harm. You know what I'm saying? By having me sit there and watch that or watching Judge Judy... He felt like Judge Judy was educational. Lord. <laughs> Motherfucking Judge Judy. He felt like that shit was educational when I could have been doing something else. You know what I'm saying? I could have been doing a coloring book or I could have been... um Learning something else. You you get what I'm trying to say? Like I'm not trying to come up, come across as rude or say that you know people that watch the, those things with their kids is, is it comes on during the day, you know what I'm saying? And these people are legends, Ricky Lake all that like, you know what I'm saying, but they could also be doing something else, you know? They can be helping learning what it's like with laundry. Learning about dishes, um outside playing with the other kids. They can be doing other things. And not learning about the lady that has two guys up there and neither one of them are the father. Um, Yeah. To this day, I still don't know who the fuck my daddy is. So all these years of watching fucking Maury. And I still don't have the answer. (laughs) I'm just saying that time can be spent doing something else. And I give single mothers and regular two-parent households, I give any person out there that has a child and is doing their hardest to provide for the child, I take my hat off. I give them a lot of credit because raising kids is not easy. It is not. And there are some really good parents out there that are able to do um, immaculate things for their fucking kids. Shit I can never even fucking dream of. But... I just feel like, you know, kids should be in something. Um, Even the moms that are like soccer moms and they're there, they're involved. You know what I'm saying? Like there there are parents out here really involved in every aspect of their kids lives to make sure the company that they keep um do they have goals in life do they understand what goals are do they understand what working to achieve a goal is i just feel like you know it's certain conversation that have to be had It's certain things that should be talked about um You know just just shit like that let me know what you guys think about this episode i'm gonna do the last question so i i hope that i answered um all of this shit well i i pray i did um getting in getting into the next question Why did I start smoking marijuana? I started smoking weed at 17, about to be 18, about three months before I turned 18. Um, I was just really stressed. And I know, believe it or not, stressed out at fucking 17, yes, I was, I was very much so stressed the fuck out. But... I just wanted a way to kind of chill And I felt like I felt like it wasn't coke It wasn't crack It wasn't molly's and shit like that Um no offense to the niggas That do molly's. I just felt like Let me let me try this Let me try this let me see what's up Um Let me see do I sleep better Am I more At ease Am I able to get certain shit done? And that's kind of why I started smoking. You know? Um, I took breaks. Here and there. Um, then I started experimenting around with edibles. But for a long time. I could never find the right combination of edible. It wasn't until... A very, very wow situation that I got introduced to edibles, and this has only been about three, three or four years ago, so I finally learned the right measurements, the right consistency, you know what I'm saying, and like I said, once you up, you' stuck, period, please don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Please don't forget to comment, leave your questions. I try my best to answer um, the questions I receive in the correct way, praying that I'm comprehending correctly, where I'm able to respond correctly. Um, you are all blessed, special, talented, divine, motivated. You will do amazing things in life.